Thanks for joining us for the Changing the Industry podcast, where we try to effectuate change for the better, one conversation at a time. Part of that change is providing help for those that need it. This is why we've partnered with the Institute for Automotive Business Excellence. Whether it's help with sales, operations, or just getting your numbers in order, these folks are some of the very best in the industry. And for our listeners, they'll sit down with you and go over your strengths, your weaknesses, and the opportunities that are in front of you. They'll create a customized plan for how to move forward absolutely free. That's right, free. And if your plan includes one-on-one coaching, they can also help you with that. There's no hard sales pitch, no obligation, just honest help from honest people. So if that's something that you think could benefit you, make sure you click on the link in the show notes. And now, on to the show. I remember how it used to be. The phone's ringing off the hook. Clients are coming in the front door like crazy. And here comes little technician Timmy. Timmy comes up and he says, hey boss, where's my part? Where you want me to go next? What you want me to do? Gosh, Timmy, if I knew, I'd tell you, buddy, but I am covered up. All of that stopped when I found Shopware. With Shopware, you get an industry-leading expediter right there in the software. It tells you if your parts are here, where your technician should go next, and how much time they have left to complete the jobs in the day. Go to GetShopware.com to learn more. GetShopware.com. Hey everybody, David here, and welcome to the ASOG Podcast. This is part two of our conversation with the founder of AutoTextMe, Chris Clotier. Before we get started, make sure you're set to automatically download the latest episode on your favorite podcast player, and make sure you check out our new content on YouTube. We actually put something out, so make sure you check it out. Otherwise, it was a giant waste of time. And now, here we go. David has to splice together. What were no, we talking no, about? Okay. What's that? Well, you what sound fantastic, about? Chris. We were talking what, about the, the 85. Yeah, I, I'm using my $100 mic versus my, my $10 one. I see how it is. Oh, like, yeah, oh, this, he was going to use the uni podcast. He saves the good one for Carm, man. He saves the good one for Carm. Carm gets the $100 when we get the $10 one. This is great. Love it. No, he gets the $10 one, too. He always yells at me because I don't plug in the hundred dollar one, dude. It takes a whole twin. it takes a whole nother minute for me to plug in the really expensive one. <laughs> you gotta understand, you, if we were doing this live, right? Y'all see? Have y'all seen my background? It's pretty yeah. horrible. Like it's my garage. And Craig's pretty cool. Craig's like, dude, you like how does that represent who you are? I'm like, perfectly. <laughs> I know it's just like Chris. it's me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We were talking about an eighty-five. I think we we're going into. We were going into cheap labor. No, that was me rambling about uh, Auto Leap and their uh, their advertising. This poor oh. guy, A to Z Auto, A to Z Auto Repair. Um, he dude standing in front of his car, eighty five dollars an hour, and uh, I'm going to look him up. I'm gonna so, look him so, up so I was making going. the point, like we are. So Lucas, we are changing the industry for the better, right? right? The problem is it's all the ones. So how do you get rid of all the ones out there that I don't care? And that's, I, I mean, let's go buy 
70,000 shops. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Right? You're, that, you're that's not what going we're to do. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and I, I think there'll be consolidation, right? Like I think that, that where our market is headed, there will be consolidation. I don't think there's a way around it, right? Like that's right. going to happen. Yeah. And I so agree. we know that we're going to, we're going to get rid of some of them. I, they're still going to be there. Right. And, and I, I don't know. I, I just wonder if, if in some senses we're trying to, how do I want to say this nicely? Some clients have got to get their head out of their ass, right? right? Let's be real about this. Some clients have got to get their heads out of their asses and we got to get to the point that they understand this is just what auto repair is. Auto repair is not what it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, even five years ago. And we've not done a good job of educating you properly about your automobile. And because of that, you don't understand the gravity of the situation, right? It's our job to keep you safe. It's our job to keep your car reliable. And you're really unhappy when either of those things happen, but you you don't exactly want to pay for it either. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's a difference, right? Like, and, and so I, I don't know. I, it, we were it, having the discussion. This is funny. And, and this is, this is a auto text me discussion. Right. And, and we're talking about, uh, we don't do a lot of sales gimmicks, you know, go no. buy this and get three months free. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're like, Hey, cause it's shops will see it as like oh, sales gimmick. And we're like, yeah, I mean, we offer free training. You know, we, we help shops. We, you know, and it's like, we will trick you to, for a pizza lunch so we right. can improve your transparency. We can help your workflow. Like we can do all these really good things. And you know, the, the what's the catch is, is what the shops ask. Right. What's why, the catch? Why do you even need that? Why do you, why do you, you know what I'm saying? You don't, right? Shops should be like, oh, I totally want to create transparency and like all these different things that I can do to create a better customer experience. Like I, I'm a hundred percent on board. Like I, I would never not be on board, but right. so many shops have that, that stigma. Uh, no, you know, what, whether it's auto leap, whether it's, it's auto text me, whether it's tech metric, whether it's shopware. I mean, there's still a lot of shops that are hesitant to adopt any of that. Right. They're just on paper. Right? On there's paper a lot of shops still on paper. They're, or they're just not willing to share that experience with the customer to expose some of that transparency. And that to me is crazy. Why would, yeah. like, what is the good reason why not to do that? Like, why would you, oh yeah, I just, I don't know if we're going to refer back to the intro of, uh, you know, the bartender, maybe people just don't like people. <laughs> they don't right? like, screw you. I'm going to fix your car. Well, and I mean, live with it. it. And, and maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's that they've become jaded over the years by the experiences uh, yeah. they had, yeah. right? They've picked up baggage and, and clients that create, if I could talk, clients that treated them like crap and had um, unrealistic expectations. They never learned how to set proper expectations. They never went to training and learned like the rest of us, hey, there's a certain way to do things and you know, learn how to, to, uh, distinguish your client from somebody who's not your client. There's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. And I, I think that so much of it comes from being a really good tech, but a really shitty business owner. Yeah. Right. Like oh, I agree. If, agree. if you're, if you're a good tech, it doesn't make you a good business owner. So you jump in here and you start trying to fix cars and run a business. And the next thing you know, 
you've become part of the problem that created the the work environment that you hated so much. Right. 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 Like Lucas and I have been telling you about Parts Tech for a while now and how it gives you access to unlimited parts and tire vendors and direct integration with over 35 shop management systems. And now they've just launched a new referral program. All you have to do is open your Parts Tech account, go to My Shop, and click on the Rewards tab. There you'll find your referral URL, which you can share via email, text message, or on your social media. If your referral signs up for a new account and places five orders in the first 30 days, Parts Tech will send you a $100 gift card. That's it. Nothing else is needed. Your referrals can get you $100 just for using Parts Tech, which, by the way, is absolutely free to get started with. So if you're using Parts Tech already, start sharing that referral link. And if you haven't signed up for Parts Tech yet, what are you waiting for? Click on the link in the description or go to partstech.com forward slash podcast. That's partstech.com forward slash podcast. Hey, one more thing. If you find out that your shop management system doesn't integrate with Parts Tech, it's time to upgrade. David and I use what we believe to be the very best system on the market, shopware. With unmatched features like Parts GP Optimizer and DVX, which is their digital vehicle experience, Shopware really is way more than just a shop management software. With it, you'll be able to create an immersive and interactive experience for your client, setting you apart from everyone else using run-of-the-mill software. Are you ready to upgrade? Click the link in the show notes to get started. You have yeah. made sure we're not losing that environment anytime soon. Um, and so I, I don't know, man. Like I, I think that I think that that software like AutoTextMe and Shopware create that transparency at a whole nother level. Right. Then maybe you don't want to, right? You're, you don't know what, and you're right. You're, it's hard for you to admit that your business is poorly yeah. run. So you don't want to expose that, right? That's, yeah, exactly. That's fair. That's exactly. fair. And, and, and you so, don't want to admit that you have a broken process. And that's really yeah. a lot of times what we try and do is fix the process. Right. That's what and drove I mean, me crazy about the software companies when I first got in this. Oh, yeah, we'll give you this tool. Well, right. If, if my process is broken, don't give a crap what tool you give yeah. me. Right. Right. It's not going to make any difference. And, and you know, hey, listen, we've been talking to a shop owner. Um, he sent in an email. We made a video about it. Mm-hmm. And this shop owner um, was doing $1.4 million a year and has, like, no money. And he was, like, literally paying credit card statement to credit card statement trying to keep the business afloat. Wow. And, you know, he... I think you see some owners or some technicians who are like, all right, I'm not doing this anymore, man. <laughs> like, and that was very much this case because he reached out and he's like, I, I can't do this. I, yeah. I, I am, I'm at my wits end. I don't know what's wrong. I need help. And so we did a video about it and then he reached back out because everybody asked about numbers and he reached back out with the numbers. And I'm like, look, you've got like 30% gross profit on parts and labor. You can't hmm. survive like this. The right. reason you don't have any money is because you're not making money. You don't, you know, he had $240,000 of expenses. Do the math. Uh, right? had, There's I, no money left. I came across this great quote and, and it said like, gross sales is pride. Profit is is security and cash flow is uh like king or yeah to, to yep. some degree and and in this group setting that I was in I'm like man I knew a guy who was doing 10 million dollars 
up in the oil fields of Canada. Ten million. Right. But he's running That's negative. His his right. he's running negative eight hundred thousand. Holy year. cow! Right? And then there was a guy in the same room who was doing three hundred sixty, but he was netting twenty percent. Yeah, and I always ask the question: Which guy would you rather be? <laughs> exactly. You know? Do you want to make exactly. sixty thousand dollars a year? Or do you want to lose eight hundred thousand? Well, but, but I mean, one it's, guy, it's kick ass when you're making ten million dollars, right? I mean, you yep. got some. Hey, I'm making well, ten million, right? And and we're talking about it. And I'm like, so where you know he builds a bunch of transmissions. I'm like, where's the labor for the transmissions? He's like, oh, it's worked in. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, hold up, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's worked in. It helps me sell more. I'm like, so you sold them for free? Like, yeah. what was the, help <laughs> yeah. me understand, uh, man. I don't understand. And and you know, I I think that that. For instance, it's like for me, when we started using auto text me, um, it meant that when I had clients who had gotten a message that said we would be back in touch in an hour, yeah. like you either There's change some that accountability. message really quick yeah. or you, <laughs> yeah. you get really quick yeah. about calling them back, you yeah. know? Yeah. And and I, I really think that that was one of my big things is because I was seeing those numbers count down in front of me. I'm like, oh, man. Right. Like I should be moving faster than this. I should be getting more done than this. And, you know, in his case, he's he's got technicians who are paid uh, 30 bucks an hour for 40 hours and they're turning six hours a day at the most. So it's like, yo, (laughs) I hate to tell you, the labor margins don't work out really well, man, especially with you charging, you know, 95 bucks an hour. The things we don't learn in school. And this is why school like it is. Yeah, we none of this is, and it should be to some degree. Margins should be taught. Yes, right? everything you buy is at a margin because you're right. People they get these businesses and they they don't understand margins. They, they no. and they're like, oh, I'm not going to mark that up. That's that's thievery and stealing. And it's like, no way. What you understand? It's the fundamentals of business. Yeah, and like the people who don't understand the difference between margin and markup. My God. Yes. Like if, if you're hearing this right now and you don't know there's a difference between markup and margin, you should probably go do some research on that. There's a lot of money difference there. Go join a group of people that will, and that's it. And once again, if you know everything, I'm a business owner, yeah. then yeah. They, they don't find this ability to, 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 and we don't, none of us do. I mean, being humble and vulnerable is hard because it people is. make people and, make fun. David is the kind of guy who make fun of like me if I'm like super vulnerable. I start crying on this radio da- show. David. David always makes fun of me. I don't even have to be vulnerable. <laughs> and then he like sends me a message back three or four hours after. That he loves you. It. No, he, it's like LOL. I made a joke about, yeah, well, I made a joke <laughs> about him, and I'm like making this super inappropriate joke, and like. Three hours later, he sends me a message, kind of like Flash from uh, Zootopia. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> nice. I got the joke. I didn't, I didn't get the joke. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get the joke at all. <laughs> nice. nice. By so, the way, I mean, it's uh, it's 169.33 is his labor rate. That's what it would need to be for him to hit 70% GP. Yeah. With the guy billing 30 hours and uh, – him paying him 40 but billing him 30 out, billing out 30 hours uh, in a week and um uh at, at 30 dollars that he's paying the, the tech. bless you that's insane thank you 169.33 yeah yeah i just sent you the calculators just so you can see them. i don't i don't know what that is <laughs> 
had a buddy around the corner too, like the guy and, uh, mm-hmm. was trying to help him out. I don't know if he's still around the corner. It's been a while since I talked to him, but he missed his grandmother's funeral because of all the cars that he had in oh his parking lot. Oh my God, that's but, so stupid. But he never had any money. Right? He never had any money. Dude, and, you, can and, work, you can work your entire life away and never make any money. Absolutely. And and we know a lot of, unfortunately, like, and I do too, I like other businesses. I'm an entrepreneur. I like other businesses. Yeah. So definitely. I want to know what other people do and how they make money. And, you know, it's very not uncommon to meet the single person business owner who is bought their job and they think they're doing really well because, you know, they say, oh yeah, you know, I did X number, hundred thousand, you know, I did 120000 $150,000. And then you start digging in and saying, well, how much of that was actually money that you put in your pocket? Oh no, like labor. And you're like, well, no, you got to be able to replace yourself. And what was your markup on this? And, and, and then you really realize that they're making Twenty thousand dollars, yep. And th- and they're like, no, 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 I'm making way more. I made one hundred twenty. No, you you actually didn't. But you can't. Re- I mean, it's kind of like, oh, you, I, I think this was on. I don't know where it was. I'm not going to call it out where it was. But I, every once in a while, I see this question on Facebook, and it's how much should I sell my business for? And yep. when I see that question, I'm like, mm, interesting. Right? Like most people I surround myself would know that answer immediately. And they'd be like, dude, that's beating into my head. Like I know what, you know, but unfortunately there's still a lot of business owners that have no idea the value of their business because they haven't right. been around other business people. Or, or their they, business isn't worth anything. That's why that's what right. they don't know. It's worthless. Or they don't want to know. No, it's they, worthless. Ignorance like it, is bliss. It's, it's not that they don't want to know. It's like they, they, they don't understand how it's calculated. And so, they haven't taken the the time and effort to look it up, to take a few classes, to it, it's it's one Bob Ward class, and you walk away knowing, okay, my business is worthless. Yeah, one Bob Ward class. Yeah. That's all yeah. it takes. Yeah, it, it's not particularly difficult. It's not. I here's the here's the thing that I notice is that if we go and reach out to these people and try and help them, right? Like you see a shop owner who's really struggling. They are absolutely, and I don't know if it's arrogance or what, they are 100% not interested in your help at all, right? right. Yeah. Because they the, think the, they already know. Is that exactly. is that typically what you guys, because you yeah, guys yeah. do actually go out and help people. And y'all y'all have made scholarships and everything for people. So y'all right. do. And and so most of your pushback is that pride and arrogance? Like, eh. I, I think so. And, and yeah. so here's my thing. Though, Interesting. Is that the people who reach out and really like, hey, man. Um, I am at my ropes end. Mm-hmm. I literally do not know what to do. I can't keep doing this. I need help. Right? Like that person that comes to you, if you go and you try and find somebody, A, that just is it, like signs up for a scholarship just because they want to, you know, get a free trip somewhere. Or if you go out and find somebody. That, or, that's a lot of people, by the way. Yeah. Really? You'd be surprised how many scholarship entries you get of people that are like, yeah, I could afford it, but free. It's like, come right. on, man. Taking somebody else's spot, they can need it, but they just want the free trip. Uh, Interesting. Well, I don't think they think about it that way. But Well, and, they, and so my point is this. is Well, I sponsor you, you guys and your, your sponsorship's gone up, so that's the way I see That's right. Well, I mean, it's... It, it, I'm just saying. His, uh, yeah, I mean, my, well, my, 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 you know who you can blame for all that is Dutch. <laughs> 
If you want to yell at somebody, you yell at them. I will next time. I he agree. set the prices. <laughs> he did. He said, Well, the we're prices. paying them, right? So, you know, supply and demand. I mean, but it's, well, a, good, it's a good thing. I, yeah, it, I, I, that it, money is being appropriated for good wildly things. Wildly more expensive to, to run that dinner in North Carolina to, to, than it is in Kansas City. Like everything is really? double. I haven't thought about that. It is right. so much more expensive. The, the photographer is more than double. The photographer. Wow. The, the, the detail is going to be about the same. The, uh, and they, all they're doing is sitting in the corner, just playing some music, just, just so there's some noise. Right. Uh-huh. But like the, the facility was double. The food, it was triple, almost triple the cost. It, it's just insane. The, in North how much Carolina works. versus. I know. Right. Uh-huh. And, and so I'm like, but I mean, this it's the research insane. triangle, right? Like it, yeah, I think you're, that's you're what in a is. whole different part of the world right there. But I don't know. I, I just, I guess getting back to what we were talking about is I, I wonder if, if trying to help people who are not ready for help or can't see that, that things are not good as opposed to trying to help someone who is um, begging for help. Like they have hit rock bottom. There's a big difference there. You know, it, like the, the response sure. you get is huge from someone who, is like, man, I am in trouble. This is not working. I don't know what to do. As opposed to trying to go out and find somebody who's, you can see it's not working. You know it's not working. You can see the struggle in their face. But no, everything's great. Yeah. Man, that person's not going to be helped. Let's be real about it. Uh, it, it. Not to bring in my personal life, but I, I've had some personal you know, family members who, yeah, until they hit rock bottom, right? It, it, yeah. it, it doesn't. Nobody's, nothing's going to change. And right. even once somebody hits rock bottom, yeah, their chances of changing are they? I mean, change is hard, right? It is. So, so I agree. Yeah, I mean, and if you've known the same thing over and over and over again, then it's very yeah. hard to break out of that cycle. Yeah, it is. I agree. It's hard. I agree. And and you know, like for me, um, implementing much of the software changes we implemented at one point in time that that was that was tough for me, and and like I was on the point that I knew that we had to do something right. Like it wasn't working the way I wanted it to work. And, and so that's when we started trying to bring some of those changes in. And I think for me, you know, it kind of goes back to the same thing. I had always wanted to do things my way and mm-hmm. having to give a little bit of control. And, and you've heard me tell this story before, because I was talking about shopware and I was like, you know, I was trying to make shopware work around my shop and Carolyn's like, Hey, listen, how about we let shopware do what shopware does? Let me show you how I thought it would work. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> Whoa, that's way better. <laughs> and you know, I reached out to Craig a while back and I'm like, Hey, you know, when we're in the new shop, would you come down here? I'll pay you to come down. And I want you to look through the process and make sure we're using auto text me to its fullest capacity. Right. And those are the things that I'm thinking about. You know, it, it's the same thing with your shop and, and the management of the shop. If you're unwilling to kind of let go of some of that control, I mean, how many you, you've, you've been in coaching groups, right? You're, I think you're oh, in yeah. a coaching group now. Oh, how many people three. do you see, right? How yeah. many people do you see come into those coaching groups and, and the whole group's like, dude, you got to raise your gross profit on parts, man. Like 30% is too low. You got to do something. You're losing money hand over fist. You're, you're hurting the rest of us too. And they're like, man, I can't. I just can't. I simply can't. <laughs> 
It reminds you of a dude like on the Simpsons movie walking, trying to throw that possum in the lake. He's like, <laughs> I can't. I simply cannot. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, the other one you hear is, hey, I, my business is just different. My my client, yeah. my customers are just different. You that don't understand. <laughs> I've heard it. Here. I've heard it. I, you know, I, I've, I've tried to help other local business guys out and I've heard that. I'm like, man, you need a, you need, it's a big world. There's a lot of, like, if you would know, if you knew what you're saying, like pretty much every person in your shoes right now says that exact same thing. Would you still say that? Because, yeah. you know, you're in your own little island. So therefore you can make this comment and think that you are this one person with this independent thought that you're different, but really you're part of the collective. It was kind of like when you're in high school, guys, when I was in high school, I grew my hair long. Unfortunately, it all fell out. (laughs) I didn't want to hang out with the jocks. I didn't hang out. You know, I wanted, I wanted, you know, and I hung out with the freaks and, 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 you know, that day that somebody, that, that, (laughs) that day that they hit you and and they say, well, you're antisocial, but don't you realize you're social with the freaks? And you're like, duh, what? Oh crap. <laughs> I left the group to go to but you're so smart. You know, you're outsmarting everybody else, like, no, I'm not. I'm hanging out with the the rejects and the outcasts. And they're like, that's still a group, right? Right. Like you fit in there, but you're not any different. So the guy who's saying, Man, I'm so different, it's like, no, you're yeah. you're, you're very similar yeah. to once again. 60, 70, 80% of shop owners out there that said they're too different. They can't raise their prices. They can't, their audience is different. Their customers are different. They're, yeah. One one of my really close friends, um, we've been working on the fact that, that his car count is way too high. Like 19 cars a day with the same size shop as me high. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so maybe he's a little bit bigger shop, but he's got the same number of texts and, and I was like, raise today, your prices. Right. Well, and you know, today we were talking and, and he's like, man, I just don't feel comfortable because, you know, I've got these clients that I've had for a long time and some of them didn't show up for their appointments and some of them went somewhere else. And the techs are really upset because, you know, all of these appointments are turned down. I said, wait, 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 the techs are upset. And he said, yeah, they're upset. And I'm like, okay, let me ask you a question. And he said, what? I said, how many cars do you have at the shop right now? And he stopped for a second. He said, 23. And I said, and the techs don't have any work to do. Well, four of those cars were things that were like us and stuff. And I said, what about all the others? He's like, okay, I see your point. You know, like, right? dude, like you're, you're killing yourself. You're working yourself to death. And, and you think like, you think you're really serving the client well, and you don't realize that a, the client doesn't really care about you. I mean, I'm sure yeah. they do. That, that sounds yeah. so cold. I'm sure they care about you. But the point is, is where is their loyalty, right? right? You're showing them way more loyalty than they will ever show you. And if you set proper expectations and provide the quality service that you want to provide, some of those people are going to leave anyway, right? Like if you are letting them run the show and you start setting expectations, you know what's going to happen? Some of those people are going to leave. And their loyalty is solely based on getting exactly what they want when they want it. And, and, there are lots of just say yes shops out there and I get yes. that, but I cannot provide the quality of product that I want. I mean, I don't know if you know this, but Craig has yelled at me for almost four years now. Lucas, that DVI is insane. It is so long. It even has the word sway bark clinks on it, man. Like it's going to take them an hour and 20 minutes to do that. And I'm like, I don't care. My ARO is over a thousand. 
it works for me. Right. And like, I guess my point is, is, is don't be afraid to differentiate yourself. Don't be afraid to walk away from those people in your life or in your business who weren't fitting where you're going. And and we, I think as business owners, we let them set the standard. We let them say, here's what we're going to do. You're the business owner. You're the professional. It's your job to set the standard, not theirs. Oh yeah. We, we, we did this study on, uh, at our last employee meeting on dependability. And I, and I had right. a couple of things on dependability in, in we want to be dependable. I want my team to be dependable on each other. And part of my underlying message was, even though it's funny when we're talking about dependability, a lot of the guys were like, well, you're looking at me. Like I'm going to be more dependable. And I'm like, well, actually it was more like the customer to us. Right. And just what you're saying, Lucas, one of the things that chips away at, dependability is the inability to say no. Yeah. So therefore you're saying yes to everything and you actually, now you can't deliver anything to anybody. Right. And and you, people you don't have, look at that, right? Because you can yeah. counter in, I mean, in business, we say it all the time. Eh, you got to say no to sometimes right? So in the business groups, you, you can't say, but then you're absolutely right. There's these philosophies of, well, you got to say yes all the time. You got to say yes, yes, yes. And it's like, well, if you say yes to everything, at some point in time, you don't have the ability to fix anything. And then you're exactly. like, you said, you're pissing everybody off because you're like, man, I, I, yeah. So that's interesting, right? I'm not saying the, I don't, I know the answer because we, we try and live a balance of yes. And Hey, we can get that in, but can we book the appointment for, cause we don't want to lose people, but we lose people. We, we well, do. I, you know, so we, we, and, and I, I think attrition is part of being in business. We're all really Absolutely. afraid of attrition. Right. And, and the reality is, is until you get used to attrition and you're willing to accept it and understand what caused it, I I think you're going to live a very miserable life. Like if you are in your shop, if you're the shop owner and you're in the shop and you take it so personally, when you lose a client or you see that client vehicle somewhere else and dude, I'm telling you, it hurts my heart to see it. It makes me so upset, but I've learned to deal with it. Right. I've learned to understand this is going to be happening. I don't have a permanent reaction to that temporary problem. I've learned, I, dude, I have had clients leave here and go to other shops in town. You know where they came back to? Yeah. Right. Like we do things differently and some clients, man, maybe they're a better fit for that person over there. It's okay. Right. But, but do what you do and do it well and provide the product that you know you need to offer and the quality and the value that you want to offer in your shop. Do what you do really well and let the rest sort itself out. Right. Like what was it? Build it and they will come. Don't, Amen. you know, if you just go out here and throw it out to everybody and say, Hey, right. Like we'll fix everything, anything right now, as many cars as we can get in the door. You know, this guy was really afraid of, of saying no to people. He was really afraid of cutting down on car count. But the thing was, is he was like killing his text. He was killing his advisor. He was here one day and his advisor called and said, I cannot do this. I yeah. can't handle this. Yeah. This is more than I can get done. And and we're talking about a one and a half to two hour uh hour per repair order. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're not making any money. You're not yeah. well, we're doing the inspections. We're doing dude, if you were you couldn't be doing the inspections thoroughly because you right. wouldn't get all the cars out. Yeah. You just upset more people. I agree. David, you have been quiet, man. What's up, dude? You had to go eat He's dinner? playing video games. Is he? Is that what he does? <laughs> yeah, he's playing video games. Or is he always still Googling something? 
he's, he's probably some... doing both at the same time. His ADD, man, it's terrible. <laughs> I stirred up the dust in my office. It's awful. Um, so, so, hey, I've got a question. Yeah. The uh, the new software, where's that at? What's happening with that? Are we supposed to talk about that? We're not supposed no, to we can. We can talk about it. Uh, it's funny because we're, oh, man. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Man, no, I, I. Real nice, Lucas. Real nice. No, I, I. This I, is why we don't get any guests. This is why we have that. <laughs> bring back the same old, same old. No, hey, I, I heard I, about you. on next week too. It's it's a <laughs> it's coming along. So so, um, man, we we've got some. I think we got some. Like it's cool. Like we can tell you, you know, what cars in what bay. We can tell you, like, if a body's on a, a car in bay. So we got all this right. cool, like, analytical data on the back end. We're actually starting to tag jobs to uh the times and all this so you can like go oh man i want to go look at old changes you know like i want to look at this guy who i have as an old change let me go look at like how much bay time each of these old changes took and or like your break check or something like right these ancillary jobs that maybe you want to kind of dial in on stuff like that right now we're trying to come up with a real-time perspective so i see this as a two-piece so we got a good question but this is the kind of stuff that you know uh that keeps me up at night the real time piece is okay. Now we got this. So wouldn't it be cool? And auto text me if you're watching your active customers page or tech flow board. And as soon as a car comes in, boom, you see it's come into Bay five. So, so you can, you can look slick. at what Bay, yeah. What cars in what Bay at any given point in time, which is cool. That's an important piece of information. What we're fighting about is what other information is important. And, and we, you know, is it, does, and I'll ask you guys. So good, good. This is a live radio response to <laughs> a question and answer of, of product development. I think that total bay time is important. So if a car has been in bay one, four, and six, and it's had a total of eight and a half hours, and your work order time is one hour, would you want to know that? Absolutely. Would, would, Absolutely. You'd like, want I, to know I, I, I run, I try to run a very tight ship as far as that goes. Um, and, and sometimes we get, I think sometimes we get too caught up on how many hours a job takes. David does not even monitor, right? Like David doesn't even know how long his guys have been on a job and he doesn't care and he doesn't want to know. Me, on the other hand, I want to know, I, I, I want to find a way to show that you know, for instance, like more so than than I had someone who was being negligent or uh, being uh, willy nilly with their time. It was that they got over engaged in the job, right? A diag like that a, went from person to person to person. By the time the third person gets it, he's unaware yeah. that there's been it's been there and it's been tying up. But so, yeah. so I I agree with you. Like, but then yeah, you know, we go around as a team, like. Well, do you need to know the total bay time or do you want to know the current bay time for the day? And is that deceiving? And then you want to know like the body time, but does that even matter? And then who needs to know what piece of information as I, you go through the tool? I think the body time is the most important to me. And then I well, think. What do you mean the, by body time? Like if somebody how long physically the, somebody is around the car. Them. Yeah. 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 So, so that's going to, that's going to be more important if the shop has two bays per tech because the, the car might sit in the bay, but the techs moved on to the second exactly. car, second yeah. bay. So, and that's, that's getting, it's cool. Like the, the, 
as we're dialing in on that stuff. And then, so yeah, maybe David doesn't care because we know that the data is probably very inaccurate when people are clocking on or off jobs. So now you've got this body on there and you're like, Hey, you spent, or you spent two hours on I this vehicle. Hey, right? I, I don't have the space I'm, to give two ta- two bays to each technician. Yeah, my, at, at so my, for me, yeah. like if the, the car gets pulled in and that inspection and that oil change is an hour, I need my service advisor to to be able to be alerted that hey, we're past an hour on that. The car still sitting in the in that the that does matter. So so and and that was kind of what we relied upon. So there's two types of ceilings you can set in the software. One is the work order ceiling. Did it exceed the work order time, or did it exceed the ceiling you set for the bay? Right. So we're 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 playing around with like how. So we don't want to beat the crap out of our people. We just that's in in this. My whole point is oh. like, how do you gently? So, so keep my, them aware. I guess, I guess my next question was going to be a bad one then, because I was going to ask if we could set this up on like some sort of remote shock collar system, um, <laughs> and just like a little tap when we're I getting think that's like next, thirty minutes, right? And, right. Yeah. and it, get, it intensifies a wada pat pap when you got up around like right at the time, and then you know and it intensifies. Uh, I mean, the shock it and it should, right? I mean, the longer that, it's over, the hold more. On. That's that's inhumane. What you need to do is have a digital <laughs> display of their paycheck. Because I'm, I'm salary, I'm salary, and so if they go over their bay time, their salary starts to tick away. It's like, oh, took a dollar off, took another dollar off, took another dollar. So you're gonna get that car out of the bay. You're um, an hour three minutes in. You've lost three dollars. Like, well, let's get so, this moving. You know, you so joke, look, David, but what? What? But why wouldn't you show like the shop is now losing money, right? Yeah. And you're showing a ticker now that this goes up. That's actually not a bad idea because we're I, trying to tie ROI to it. And, like, there is leakage when the shops it starts going over and costing you the know, shop money. What I would say, do is I think the but the best and most effective system that you could have would be just like a seatbelt dinger. Right. Like when, when you get in the car, you, you sit down <laughs> yeah. and the red lights on and yeah. then you, you don't put your seatbelt on, you put it in reverse. And it's like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And then like you make it to the end of the parking lot. And it's like, ding, 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 ding. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you make it the Ford thing, because that is the most <laughs> annoying out of all the manufacturers. That Ford thing is the worst. I call I Trisha from, thing. I call Trisha from ASTA sometimes <laughs> and I do not wear my seatbelt very often. And, and so, like, I'm in the background. I've got her on speakerphone. She's like, "What is that godforsaken <laughs> sound?" I'm like, "I can tell you're not a car girl." Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. The ding, I know, and it intensifies. Not bad ideas. These are good ideas. So and, I, and, these are good ideas. Yes. So my question is, did I screw <laughs> myself? Because I, I ended up putting my lifts like right inside the doors. Or does it still work when that's the case? Well, like, like what you're talking about, like technical layout and all these other things i so i we we're we've got some like single bay lined out stuff we're, i think we're doing pretty good those so i i can't tell you yes or no i could tell you this like we're able to take now parts of the vehicle right. and then identify the vehicle without the license plate that was one of our big oh man how are we gonna be able to, now we can take like a slick. corner yeah, corner of the vehicle, and we could say that it's a Ford F one fifty. Like, and it's pretty accurate. So we've got we call it the robots tagging. It's it's a robot tag that he goes and says, "Okay, hey, you've got 
a 2002 Ford F-150 in here. It's white in your, in your auto text me inventory. So therefore I can go tag this. I don't see the license plate, but I know, I know what it is. And, and those models we're using, those AI models or machine learning models are pretty awesome. Like it, slick, it's dude. yeah. So I think it, like the camera placements hasn't become as much of a concern as it was at the beginning. Cause we're like, crap, we got to capture license plate. Now we're like, Oh, we can capture. And now even with the, this latest modeler. Okay. Let's just call it that. Like we could take like an arm, like if it sees an arm or it sees a leg and it'll go, Oh, that's a body. That's a body part. So therefore that's, that's a person. It's that's pretty cool. It's cool. So well, it, it's still I, my hope. Is still by end of the summer, like I got a pretty good, uh, uh, you know, next version. Cause like we, 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 we kind of pushed it out, started talking about it, and then, uh, totally realized that, uh, you know, it absolutely was 100% not ready. So I right. had to go back into the lab, hoping by the end of the summer, like we've got a good one, a product. And then by the end of the year, we're going to hopefully start having it out. Uh, like my goal was 10 shops by the end of the year that this thing is in hey, and listen, I, i'm not can, i've got a great shop you can know. set up a demo in it's um it is a very technical and and highly uh configured shop it's got its very own ados bay it's like uh it's lit with dimmable nice. leds and like it's gonna have auto text me and shopware workflow boards all through the whole shop on big tvs and um it's also gonna have all of my money in it and um <laughs> so you know if you want to come set up free demos you know like you're in I'll, you know, just come set it up, man. <laughs> well, uh, that's, that's the, like, I, I'm, I'm going to, you know, that's so hey, it's my baby guys. It's my next baby. And right. I, yeah, there's, uh, I'll be, I, let me be a little vulnerable. Like I put it out there and people are like, that's dumb. Like you're right. dumb. Like who wants their baby to be called dumb? Like I, my children, let's just say this. They're the smartest kids in the whole world. I mean, nobody's smarter right. than my kids, but I'm pretty sure you feel the same way. Yeah, you know, about your well, children. And, yeah. and everybody feels the same way about their children. So, right, and yeah. and I mean, here's the thing: is like every time I, I've told this story before. I, I was on a uh, like a marketing podcast a while back, and I said one of my greatest fears of marketing my shop was is that I was going to put myself out there. I was going to get a ton of bad reviews, or people were going to say Lucas is stupid, or you know what I mean. Like, yeah. and and I've not always hit the mark, and sometimes I still don't hit the mark. And, and I think in the social media world we're in today, people are, um, people are meaner than they've ever been before when it comes Absolutely. to the feelings of others. And, and I'm not looking for some feels guys. I'm not need. I don't need y'all to pat me on the back. I don't need y'all to rub my head. No, listen, um, it, it is a really like cool software and, and here's cool. the thing. I just I mean, want it to be re- like, I, like I, when it comes out, I want people to go like, Oh wow. Like, yeah, that. Has. Yeah, but yeah, you gotta look at it like, you know, when the iPhone came out, some people adopted it and they said, yeah, I see the possibilities. This is going to be insane. A lot of people went, eh. Yeah. And, and you're right. You're right, David. You're right. I, I So we're getting over there. I, I'm I'm getting over that hump. And I, once again, I hope by the end of the year we'll have something out and Lucas's shop sounds wonderful. I want some people to, and here's the thing I know too, guys, and this is probably part of the and, and y'all know this from business, right? I mean, it, Lucas, you just said it. When you first open your doors, does your business look anything like it did? No, you just bought no. a new building, you just new lifts. So it's kind of like, man, I think it's really cool. But I know the sooner I get it out, the sooner it gives it the ability to evolve to what it's going to be. Right. And and stand on its own merits, right? Like, yes. I, I can't remember what it was. There was something that came up a while back and David was like, that is the stupidest thing ever. 
effing sucks. I can't believe somebody <laughs> would design that product. God yeah. almighty, it's terrible. And like all this stuff. And then he's like, I'm going to try this software. This software is free. It's so awesome. It's so amazing. Blah, 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 blah. And then by the time it was all said and done, he was using the other product, bitching about the one that was free. Right? What like, are you, you talking about? <laughs> I can't call out my name. Um, right. At least tell me what type of software you're talking about. Remember the whole... Uh, the they listen to the podcast. Remember the whole shop management fiasco thing a while back? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, and, I wasn't bitching. I was, look, it was, it was a, uh, it was, I, I get bored with things. And so I wasn't using a lot of features in my SMS. And, you know, I started, started trying some other things and saying, hey, I'm, I, he said the same thing me. about his marriage, but. <laughs> What? <laughs> no, 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 no. Happily married. Happily married. Forever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a one-time deal for me. Never yes. again. Anyway, so <laughs> um, I, I just I, I said, look, there's a lot of things that I can dump into AutoTextMe. This was the conversation I had with with Lucas. There's a lot of things I can dump into AutoTextMe that I'm doing in my SMS, and so I can go to some really cheap SMS that you know. D- just does the bare bones and right. just do the rest and auto text me. And it, it, when I tried the other software out, it was so painful just to create a job th- that I abandoned it. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. That's not going to work. I'm going to go right back to software and right. never, ever again. <laughs> I'm done. No, that's good. And, that's and good. That, it just it didn't work it didn't work and and it wasn't even that um it wasn't even free what what are you talking about it was free it was a lot cheaper but it was cheaper for a reason like this was this was antiquated software it was clunky it you know it was it took hours to install it took right. hours to train on and i and i'm looking at it going look i i don't want you to train me on it i need to be able to work this out because i'm not going to spend any time training my staff on it I don't right. have the patience to teach my staff how to use this. If they can't muddle the way through this, I can't muddle my way through this, then this isn't going to work. And they were insistent. They were like, oh, no, we really need you. And so when I, they called me and they're like, so what happened? I'm like, this thing is awful. This is the worst <laughs> thing ever. I, I cannot figure out how to work this. And there's too many different buttons. And like, this doesn't make any sense. not intuitive at all. And they're like, well, that's why we told you about the training. I'm like, yeah, but... Are you going to train everybody in my entire shop how to do this? Probably right. not. You're talking hours and hours of training. The software doesn't really cost that much. So this doesn't make any sense. This isn't going to work. And so, yeah, I mean, what was your point? I mean, Chris? Uh, sorry. What was your point? <laughs> I, I, I guess my point is, is that like people will speak before they're informed, right? People will speak just to hear themselves talk. Wait, right. It, and it, being and you're right. How did and, you and I, get that from me? Well, I think to it was, it, it was cheaper it, SMS. What it, is that? It, it was vulner. I think it was, it was back on that vulnerability. The whole people saying mean things. And if Chris puts out software, like his feelings get hurt. Like, but I so I I because we don't we don't know right. But hey, no, I appreciate the encouragement. I I so um. I don't know if y'all have the same feeling, but some days like I wake up and I just want to stay in bed. Mm-hmm. Very much so. <laughs> Very or I want to so. go back to that beach that I was at or yeah. that mountain Dude, that I was on I, listen, or, uh, you know, I, so. I will ramp myself up in the morning and I can yeah. get out of bed and I can yeah. get to work and then my day explodes yeah. around me. Like yeah. 
You and some days like the dry. day is awesome. Like you end yeah. the day and you're like, hell, I slayed it. And yeah, then some exactly. days you're like, God, I was have, the bug and the windshield. All have the you ever time. been like driving a car, working on a car or something? You're, you like have this sense of impending doom. Like everything's <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. ready to blow up around me. Yes. Like there's no other way yes. this can turn out. Yeah. 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 You're Absolutely. spinning too many plates, Lucas. That's sort of your problem. I get upset if I have to spin a plate. <laughs> and so like I'm spinning the plate and I'm like, this is not working. How do I take this plate off of my hands? Can I automate it some way? Yeah. That's what I go after. Can I automate Me- Meanwhile, Juan, w- listen, David's like over here, how I'm do I automate the these plates? What are you, what and, are you talking about? Juan's I'm over here floating 50,000 plates. Yes, like that's what I pay him to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you pay them to do. Like, hey, I don't want to do any of this. Here you go. And then they, <laughs> that's what they sign up for, though. Like, I don't want to work on the cars, so I hire technicians. Well, I don't want to answer point. the phones, oh, so point. I hire a service advisor. Listen, point. if I wanted to do any of that, I would just do it myself and keep the money. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't want to do any of it. That's a good point. Remember, my brother, my partner, Patrick, he asked me again today. He's like, Chris, why don't you just, you know, and, and I just I'm not selling the software. So the, the, don't even ask the question. It's not going to happen, right? But he goes, Chris, what? Why don't you just sell it? Like, you know, because because you're stressed out, you know, it'd probably be a lot less stressful. And I said, you know what? But it wouldn't because I would find something else. I yeah. would find 18 more plates to spin. Yeah. Right. I, I would. And and yeah, so I hire people and I'm like, okay, here's the plate to spin, here's the plate to spin. And I'm like, oh, but I can go spin that plate. <laughs> I can spin that plate. Dude, I'm the and same I spin way. that plate. And like but I take, here, I take and one plate more. off and I, I feel like I'm like yeah, I'm, I gotta I'm have seven more. or something. Yeah. I need to put something back in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I, I get it. And it's it, gotta be it, it's gotta be plates you enjoy spinning. It, and it's gotta be new plates, David. I can't I don't yeah, like the plates, old plates. Yeah. I don't want it, those are the, done. I'm done with those. Like you can have those. I don't want them back. David, listen, I know you don't really connect when it comes to like important things in life, like work and <laughs> earning money and all that stuff. So let's connect it to something. It's like all of the video games, right? Like I know you don't play any of them, but you just keep buying more. And and that sense that you get when you buy more, when you're a productive listen, member you're, of society. You're lucky my wife doesn't listen to this. She has no idea the mounds of video games I have. <laughs> nice this this nice. is entirely like me compensating for my childhood <laughs> of it being stuck playing the same video game because that's all i got you got one and you nice. hand, they handed it to you and you're like yay and then yeah. that's it for a year yes and you're like you don't want to go back to that game but you know what there's nothing else to play you're certainly not going outside Listen, you that's also absurd. got some really white teeth david <laughs> uh, man, you, Lucas. I hate you, you guys. You talk about, about say, being you guys, mean. You guys talk love about each being other. mean. Yeah, we were, we were vulnerable mean on the phone. internet. I was trying to be vulnerable there. I was exposing <laughs> a little bit of my childhood. And what does yeah. he do? He kicks me. He kicks me while I'm vulnerable in town, right in the gooch. Nails me. <laughs> oh my god, that was awesome. Nice. That was awesome. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's the. That's the. Y'all need to start with that and just end with that. Yeah, start with the it. Piece end right with it. <laughs> that's the piece. Oh man, that is fantastic news. Okay. That is just fantastic. Well, thanks, Chris. This was yeah, great. man. No, I no, I appreciate it. I love talking to you guys, man. I, I look forward to our North Carolina. We're right. Yeah. I mean, you guys both Absolutely. be out there, right? Absolutely. David, you'll be out there too. I have well, to be you out have there. to. I, I've, taken, yeah. I've taken everybody's money for this dinner. I have to That's show right. up. And That's be right. Like, hey, yeah, we're yeah. doing the center thing now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, so and, and anytime you want to be on the podcast, reach out because we like to sit around and BS all the time. So we, he was serious. Like people don't like being on the podcast because we're so full of BS. So like the fact that you'll be on here is a real, is a real honor. So if you ever like, you know, need somebody to talk. Yeah. To you've you. added the legitimacy to that. <laughs> I, dude, I kept, I kept waiting. Like, like, man, when am I getting my invite? Those, I thought. Was, listen, like, the, the the reality of it is that we're on. We seem like really nice people, but we're not. We're hateful. <laughs> we're spiteful, and we're really competitive. And so, like, hey, that guy was on Karma's podcast. F that guy. He's never going to be in our yeah, podcast. <laughs> I got it. I got it. And then I pulled out the five dollar mic and the five dollar headphones. Guys, I did. You brought. I upgraded the hundred dollar ones midway through the show. So I, I get it because maybe I was feeling that vibe, but maybe that was a little bit of spite thrown back at you. So I'm like, man, where's where's my invite, man? Yeah, what? dude. I can't believe it. David's really rude like that <laughs> hey, hey listen anytime you want to be on the show all you gotta do is say the word homie and cool. we'll have you on anytime awesome awesome it's awesome i don't i don't know that we solved any problems or did but it was just good talking to you guys that, yeah that that's the whole point of the show and i'll tell you something else about it is the the vagueness uh david are you gonna end it so uh it can be downloading while we bs oh geez i hope you enjoyed this episode of the asog podcast before i let you go i need to ask you a question Are you using the best innovative shop management system in the country? If you doubt that you are, why are you making your life harder? Shopware stays one step ahead of everyone else by bringing a clean, easy-to-use program unlike anything else on the market. Go to GetShopware.com and see what I mean today. That's GetShopware.com. Check it out. Thank you for listening to the Changing the Industry podcast. If you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. And don't forget to set it to automatically download the latest episode. Our efforts with this podcast, the YouTube channel, and the Facebook group wouldn't be possible without the support of our awesome sponsors. So please take a moment, check them out by clicking on the links in the show notes.